to Pop of Color Pod. I'm Ruby. And I'm India. We're two women of color recapping all things Bravo through our personal lens. As women of color, we like to focus on the underrated Bravo shows with inclusive casts. And if we're feeling generous, we'll add even more Bravo sprinkles on top. Ruby, don't forget that as we catch up on the Bravo chaos, we also like to catch up on the chaos of our lives. And there's never a shortage of that. Here's this week's episode. Let's pop off. Hi guys, welcome back to Pop of Color Pod with India and Ruby. Unfortunately, it's just going to be me today. Our dear host Ruby is in Bali living her best life. I am so jealous because y'all, the way that I am tired and the way that I need a tan is so bad. So for example, yesterday I um, put on a dress for the first time for spring and was headed to uh, meet with some co-agents of mine. And I looked at my legs and I was like, oh gosh, I am so ashy. Let me put on some lotion. Y'all, I put on lotion. I wasn't ashy. I'm just pale as hell. It's so bad right now. Like, oh, I just look at my legs and cringe. You know, no offense, but there are many a gringo that have tanner bodies than I do right now. Um, I looked at my friend's story and her arms and her hands were just so tan and I'm like the fact that you're darker than me I gotta this is a problem for me (laughs) so yeah um hoping to get a vacation soon but anyway I hope everyone is doing well today it is Friday I you know we normally record on Thursdays however yesterday I needed a day so here we are friday morning semi hungover from last night but feeling great feeling productive having a productive week but also an easeful week um so before we get into it you know i will say the work-life balance is so necessary especially when you're an entrepreneur you just always go 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 even if you're not an entrepreneur and you have a nine to five job and you're just go, 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 you have so many responsibilities, it can be really hard to check out and to check in with ourselves and to say like, what do I need right now? And to just kind of at some point say, fuck, fuck this task. I'm going to take 15 minutes and take a breath. I'm going to take 30 minutes and read a book or take a walk or watch half of an episode, an old episode of Real Housewives of Atlanta. You know, those are just my personal preferences. But yeah, that's just so needed. So I hope everyone out there um, takes this as a reminder to, you know, find that work-life balance. I'm right there with you doing the same. Okay, so let's get into some Bravo. Um, We normally do poppy and poopy of the week. Um, However, everyone gets a poopy. Um, Every single person (laughs) on my list of people that I've seen this week um that we're going to be chatting about gets a poopy I didn't see anyone in the Bravo sphere this week that made me happy and I could be totally wrong (laughs) there's maybe someone that is out there that did some good deeds this week however I didn't do enough digging I'm not going to do enough digging and so everyone gets a poopy because I'm just sick of it all I'm just I'm sick of it like ugh, it's just so dark this week was just so dark everything Summer House, Jersey, um, VPR, like everything was just so dark. And so, yeah. Um, Also not going to be discussing Girls Trip because me and Ruby are going to be doing that for next week um, as we do a catch up. 
All right, so let's get into it because, again, everyone just disappointed me this week. Um, let's start with Summer House, the darkest of the dark. Like, we've got to make some changes in this cast. we got to make some changes in these people because the way that every season now, like at least the past couple seasons, is about Lindsay. Last season was about Lindsay. Winter House was about Lindsay. This season is about Lindsay. It's like, y'all, there are other things to talk about. And maybe, I don't know if that's also production, but that also, you know, production highlighting it more than other things that may be going on. However, the amount that they talk about Lindsay regardless is a problem. If it's enough to make an episode, it's a problem. So they're at dinner, um, still giving Lindsay a hard time about her relationship with Carl and how much she's quote unquote changed. Um, and um Lindsay is like you know when you're in a relationship you make changes uh, duh. and she's like so you know Danielle socially acts single unfortunately because her boyfriend is nowhere to be found and I was like mm. it was a little shady but like truthful shadiness because that, that is the reality Danielle has more time to herself because her boyfriend works 60 hours a week he said like that's insanity um for one but for two like to be in a relationship with someone that works 60 hours a week whew, you're going to be single a lot you're going to be alone a lot and that's not to say it can't work but that's just the reality and so danielle can't hold Lindsay up to the same standards because their relationships are so different um but anyway Paige is producing producing she's giving me ashley darby vibes not as messy as ashley darby like out in front of everyone but like behind the scenes like just the coy production like production what is that what what is the production <sighs> wow the production the coy production of it is whew. oh my goodness so i just happened to think for a second while i'm blabbering on <laughs> and I'm like I can't hear myself in my mic like I can't hear myself in my headphones like coming from my mic I look and I'm like okay the mic is recording however I have headphones on that weren't even plugged in what is wrong with me oh my goodness Whew. Jesus be with me all right let's get back to it so um yeah can't hold him to the same standard so Paige being in her her production, she is like, okay, like, does anyone else need to say anything? Like, anything else need to be said? So, of course, that opens the floor to chaos. Um, it wasn't too bad, though. Gabby confronted Sierra and was just like, you just seem very guarded. You know, like, you just don't want to, I just don't know, I don't know where we stand. And Sierra's like, you know, you just seem like your surface level conversations, like, it's all I've gotten from you. And it just makes you seem arrogant. I'm like, hmm. so Gabby and her confessional is like, you know, I may sound arrogant because I'm overcompensating. Like she said something like that for herself, but she's like, I won't apologize or change that for you or anyone, which I stand. I do stand that response because it's like, this is me. This is who I am. And I personally think that, and I think me and Ruby talked about this. It's because they, two black women in the same house which is great, but they don't 
relate to each other, it seems like. And their personalities just may not be, like, meant for each other, you know? Um, And that's just, it is what it is. And, or, you know, also Sierra just seems, as a Capricorn, we're a little bit more standoffish sometimes. Depending on your rising sign, I'm a little bit more friendly. But I do know some Capricorn suns, Capricorn risings, who they just are way, um, way more guarded. You know, I'm guarded, but like Capricorn risings are like very guarded. Um, so I think that's a part of it. And, you know, again, them not being relate to each other, even economically, how they grew up. Um, Sierra, I guess, grew up, I'm going to assume middle class. Um, and, um, Gabby, I'm going to assume because she has her parents' credit cards and they pay for everything that she grew up upper middle class to more than that is what I'm, you know, so there's no relation on that. Um, but you know, I think that if they do have them both back next season, that maybe there'll be some shifts, um, from the summer or from, you know, like the winter and the fall and them getting to know each other more and, um, that's all I can hope for because I do like Gabby in the house. Um, honestly, Maya's not really doing much for me this season, and I love Maya last season. Um, and as a person, she's probably great, but this this season's just not really doing her justice, um, especially that thing with Sam. So anyway, um, let me take a sip of water. My mouth is so dry. Okay, so... They break to the Chris hazing thing again. And this is where it gets a little creepy for me because I'm just like, hey, for me, I don't like people going through my things. Like, I don't want your grubby, germy hands on my things unless I give you permission to. Because I like to know where everything is. I know where that everything has a place um, and where that place is. If I don't know where that place is, it's because I maybe put it away drunkenly or something. Um... But even then, normally I'm responsible and I know where things are. Like, that's just my personality. So I don't approve of this game. But he, they just ask him or tell him to go grab an item of everyone's and they'll guess what it is and mention panties and, like, smelling them. I'm guessing Kyle meant that as a joke. This dude, Chris, grabs items from everybody's rooms. Get to Sierra's um, suitcase. Grabs a pair of her panties. I am perturbed. Why are you taking my underwear, sir? Why are you even in my luggage to get my underwear? We are not on that level. So weird. Especially since he's like made it known that he like thinks that she's attractive. (sighs) I feel like I'm so loud also. So I apologize. Turn the volume down on, on your phone, on your car, wherever you're at drive safely if you're in the car um anyway so that was creepy to me they were nice panties but like again creepy like gets creepier they all are at the bar they i forget to mention they told chris that he um like when you walk in don't even say anything to see her just like kiss her feet or something so he walks in of course he just like takes off her shoe and just delicately kisses her feet now, it was honestly, he he did give me like attractive vibes at that moment. Like it was weird, of course, but like you can tell he just like treats a woman just very like delicately, which is like good, 
good to see, you know? Um, but weird, especially with the panty thing and I'm already making jokes about CPR and kissing and stuff. Like, yeah, no. Um, the one thing that did have me weak was when, I don't know who was, I think it was Amanda pinging like boobs, like ping, ping. And like saying like, um, or like boom, boom, like to like Sierra and, um, and then they're like, and then pages goes ping, ping. I just kind of ruined the joke just now, but, um, I was like, dang, I've always wanted boom, boom breasts. Like I've always wanted like a good C almost D because I just feel like breasts, A, like you could have a little bit of stomach weight and having, because you have boobs that just hover over all of it. It doesn't even matter. Like it doesn't even matter. When you have ping breasts, like I feel like for me, I have to stay in shape somehow. Like, or if I'm out of shape, I quickly realize it because there's just nothing to disguise it. These B cups are just pinging. Like I, yeah. Anyway. So, um, back to the house, um, Paige playing producer again and telling Danielle, it's nice to see her shine quote unquote and how, you know, like hubs dulls her shine. Um, and then Danielle says, um, that she'll always like, Dan, like that Lindsay always knows that she has her back. Um, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like in this moment, like the way that you are so easily like talking to Paige and, and Amanda and, and Sierra and Maya about like how Lindsay is in your friendship. This is the opposite of having a friend's back. Like this is like, it's just really sad to watch because we all saw how Danielle was like, just wait till you see the season. And we're like, oh, like what's Lindsay gonna do? Like, because so far, like we haven't seen Lindsay really do anything since like season three, season four, when her and Danielle were being mean girls to Amanda. Like we haven't really seen too much more of like, Lindsay being the mean girl but we see a lot of resentment which is in turn making the other girls the mean girls because they just can't let it go and it's just like trying to take Lindsay down if Lindsay were that bad and maybe she saves it for off season I'm not saying that like anybody in this group is like a bad person by no means However, like nothing happens on camera that is proof of this monster that they're making Lindsay out to be like to be this like gutted to like take her down. It's like it, it's enough. We've had enough. Um, so um, Amanda telling Danielle to that she plays sidekick to her. I'm like, <sighs> They're just digging, digging, chipping, chipping, chipping slowly away at Danielle till she like breaks. And Danielle is so gullible. I'm sorry to say it. Gullible. Gullible. Um, so eager, it seems, to just be in this group that like it's like I'm going to take my friend down or I'm going to easily waver my loyalty to like prove that I belong sort of ness. And it all stems back, I mean, it all started with Danielle and Lindsay, but it like it all stems back again to Paige and them not like 
fucking with Lindsay, you know? When it's like, why can't we just all be friends? Anyway, it would just make for such a better house and so much better TV. Because uh, this is too much. Um, but yeah. So let me see. Okay, so the next morning, um, Sam and Gabby are basically asking, um, like, Lindsay if she's okay, like, if she's talked to Danielle or told Carl about it, and she's like, no, like, she hasn't mentioned it, um, but she's basically like, you know, I can only own 50% of, like, this problem of not seeing each other enough, not, like, spending enough time with each other, because it's not like Danielle drives into the city to see me, and we have to remember that Danielle is all over the the US or wherever, like Salt Lake City and like the Hamptons because of um, Robert's like career. So it's like, if you, it, it's a 50-50 relationship no matter what. Like, so if one person's not making the effort, like you can't hold the other person to like, <sighs> okay, my mouth is so dry. Oh, I need to make this quick because I don't know how long I can speak. Um, so again, Paige is here talking about Lindsay. I'm just kind of over it. Like, I'm just over it. Like, just saying like, you know, Danielle is seeing Lindsay in a different light. And it's validating all the things we've ever said about her. Like, that we're right. Because a common denominator is Lindsay in every argument. And it's like, because y'all throw her in every argument. Like, <sighs> And I'm not saying that Lindsay is an innocent person. Like, yes, last year she kissed Austin in front of Sierra, but like, that's not like, I don't know. Like, it just, it's just too much. It's all too much. It's all too much. Um, so Sam, you know, um, well, let me back up. So Lindsay is just like basically saying like, you know, I don't always agree with Danielle's choices, but she's so much harder on me than I am on her. Like she left her corporate job to start her company. Like I didn't judge her for that. Like I don't know, understand why she doesn't feel like I'm capable of living my life. Like I, I feel like I sound raspy as hell. Oh my gosh. I'm so sorry. Oh my goodness. Okay. Whew. So, um, Sam just, I think she's just, I mean, Sam is honestly the, the guru this episode because she's just like, I don't, she basically says is like, I don't think Danielle came from a loving space. It seemed way more accusatory and just saying that like, you know, if you need, she's like, of course, like if Carl is dealing with this, like, demon that he has like inside of him as far as like out like being an alcoholic um and needing sobriety then it's like why wouldn't she support that why wouldn't she do what she can to make sure that it's easier on him like this is his second year sober like why would she again kissing someone when you are sober and you're just not in that space and having someone be drunk and have like drunk breath it's 
it's not a good combo. And like to like for Carl to have it all the time, like A, he would be tempted. But B, it's not in support of his sobriety. So of course, if Lindsay is choosing to be in a relationship with this person, she's going to do what she can to make their like it more comfortable for him. And it's not to say that she's not going to go out and have fun, but it's like she's figuring out the dynamic of her relationship. Like, give the girl a break. And Sam basically saying, like, you know, what we all think. It's like, if you need partying and drinking, like, to maintain a friendship, then you need to check your friendship because that's a problem. So, and it seems like, every, again, we were all thinking it. Um, so the next morning, Chris just gives back all the girls' items, um, but the issue is Sierra's panties went missing. I'm like, what? The? Who took those panties? That is the creepiest thing. <laughs> I'm sure she watched that and she was like, what the fuck? Like, who has my drawers? That is so weird. So weird. So disturbing. Okay, so they go back to um, New York and they're just showing separate scenes of, you know, like Paige and Amanda getting ready for house. 40th birthday party talking about Craig and how he wants like more closet space and for them to be around each other more. Um, Sierra Maya talking about Corey and the potential of hooking up. I'm like, okay. Um, Danielle and Robert discussing their apartment and blah, blah, blah. Like, I think the bigger issue in that conversation was that Robert said that, you know, it's hard for him to make long-term decisions. And I'm like, hmm. I mean, yeah, that's like, that's like a big factor that's probably affecting the relationship is what I'm going to say. Like, that's probably the biggest thing. Um, But I guess he's also like, you know, it's hard for me to make long term decisions. Maybe he means in terms of his career and like buying a house and all of that stuff, because he's like, I don't know where I'm going to ultimately be. Um, So I don't know where I maybe feel comfortable buying a place right now because it might just end up being a waste. Okay, so they get back to the summer house. Um, Craig's in town. Everyone else is in town. Corey's in town. Um, all for Kyle's 40th birthday party. Wish Andre was there. That would have been great, but I don't even think they have space in the house for like all, like, all of that. Um, so it's funny to know that like Danielle and Lindsay haven't spoken in a week. And again, it's a 50 50 relationship. Like, I'm just going to assume that neither one of them text each other. Like, that's on that's this, the assumption I'm going to take from that. And again, like Lindsay said, it's 50 50. Um, so, um, Sierra and Paige go in the backyard. By the way, Paige is a great picture taker. I was like, wow, I'm very impressed with her picture taking. Um, because I just feel like I struggle. I struggle maybe to take people's pictures, but I always feel like I take way better pictures of people than they do of me. Like I give direction. I like do angles and I don't feel like I get that for me, but maybe it's also because I just suck most of the time at like taking pictures. Like I'm normally like, I'm ready to take a picture. And then as soon as I get in front of the camera, I look like Gumby or like a stick figure, like, like I'm in the military, that picture of, um, Summer Walker, where she's just like standing up straight. <laughs> oh, that picture makes me laugh. Okay. So, um, anyway, they're in the backyard. Kyle comes out and um, is talking to them about like his 40th birthday. And 
Kyle is such a Leo, like such a Leo, because I feel like Leo's and birthdays. Amanda's like the exception, but Kyle, oh my goodness, he's like, yeah, you know, I was just looking at the clock striking to midnight and Amanda was asleep and um, by the time she woke up, I was like in tears, like crying. And I'm like, oh my goodness, that's such a Leo thing. And then them just discussing like them needing a work-life balance um, because, you know, he could die tomorrow. And of course, another Leo thing he says is at my birthday party, like the ultimate Leo. Um, so anyway, Corey shows up. Um, of course, Sam thinks Corey is hot and we know in real present time that they are, um, officially boyfriend and girlfriend. So I wish they would, she would have saved that for after like these next episodes because like it just kind of ruined the, the allure of it, you know, because we have Sierra who thinks that he's hot, Sam who thinks that he's hot, that he's hot, like kind of ruined that um but anyway so he shows up um Lindsay and Sam talking about Corey and about Danielle um and again Lindsay like emphasizing like you know Danielle was a rock for me in my last relationship because it just wasn't good she's like but now I'm in a healthy relationship and so if I'm good with that like basically Danielle should be good with that um which is what we all think like it is at to at a certain point, you just have to let your friend live their life, and not intrude. Like my friends, we don't intrude on each other's relationships. If you want to spill, if you want to say some stuff, great. Will I maybe remind you of it from time to time? Yes, when you're going through something and we remind you of your worth or whatever, for sure. But like beyond that, it's like if my friend is happy, all I can do is be happy for them. If this man is not beating her threatening to kill her, you know, doing some mental abuse or cheating, you know, like what I, I mean, cheating is a choice, but you know, all of the very abusive things, like let them live their life. Okay. So anyway, um, they, uh, all get ready and go to dinner. Everyone looks so cute. They look like they're going to like, they honestly looked more like studio 54 than some of the other choices um just without maybe or maybe like more like Miami just like very bright colors very like poppy neon colors like they look really cute um Paige and Craig are just two producer peas in a pod just over there like "Mm," like look at Danielle and Lindsay sitting far apart from each other like that never happens like oh I'm just rolling my eyes rolling my eyes um um, Sam and Corey are so cute just bonding over that whole like espresso martini thing like wow I don't drink coffee either but I love espresso martini like you do like very cute very cute and then she's just like you're fun like Sam just says like you're fun and I thought that was cute like she's just they're honestly their personality is very much mesh because they're both they both do a lot like they're both super sweet super kind super hot both just very like eccentric like people so I don't know what that noise was but <laughs> sounded like a ghost or like a dolphin ghost but like they're just very like in your face kind of so um yeah um Chris um is asking like Craig about his relationship with Paige and like the whole long distance thing and it's so funny that Craig is like you know um I'm like, we see each other like a lot, but you know, I know Paige likes her space to watch her shows. 
<laughs> because it's so, so me. Like, I just like a little bit of space. Like, or for me, it's like I could just even have like a room that I can just go to and watch my shows and just not be bothered while I watch my shows. Like, I just want to watch my shows. If you want to watch them with me, then fine. But it's just nice sometimes to just watch TV by yourself. Um, and Craig just saying, like, you know, she hasn't been to Charleston in a couple of months. I've been to New York a lot. and But, you know, I'm getting lonelier quicker now. Like, basically implying that, like, he wants more from her, which we already know. Um, and Paige is like, I don't want to, like, live in Charleston. Like, you can't Uber Eats past 10 p.m. <laughs> and I so get that. Um, I so get that. So, um, and then them all, like, co- like, coyly not even coyly like asking Corey about like him and jess like have they seen each other and he's like yeah like you know we hook up but i'm 100 percent single so of course he is like mm. and of course sam is like mm. um they all go back to the house first of all amanda going under that what was that a fire hydrant or like i don't know what that was but disgusting like she must have been drunk. I feel like all of them were drunk. Paige passed out. Um, I mean, like, mouth open, passed out. And I feel her. <laughs> okay, so the next morning, um, they're just getting ready for the party. Uh, pretty much the only, like, what is it? Um, bomb drop? I don't know what I'm saying. Like, the only thing that, like, really happened was that, like, Carl told... Kyle that like he's um you know gonna propose to her by the end of the summer and that's all so again the episode was most a lot of darkness um it's just too much Lindsay it's just too much focus on Lindsay and that just needs to change um I'm gonna take a quick water break because I my mouth is so dry like so dry so I'm gonna take a quick water break and I'll be right back to talk about VPR Okay, we are back with VPR. Um, we come into, so they're all in Mexico for Sheena's birthday. Um, Katie and Tom go to dinner to celebrate their divorce and to celebrate their um, home sale. I just think if you had, I just think there needs to be a break period, right? Like in breakups and divorces, not saying that two people can't be friends, but there needs to be a break, like a break where they don't talk to each other. They don't see each other. Um, A break so that you can just like get reflective, get your mind together. Like it's just too much to be expecting and having this expectation of like, oh, we're going to get divorced and then we're just going to be friends. We had all these issues in our in our marriage, but somehow they're just all going to magically go away when we get divorced and we're friends. Like, no, if you're having issues, friendships are the basis of a marriage, of a relationship, any relationship. So it's like if your friendship, if this person is disrespectful to you as a friend, why would you and or other way around if this person is disrespectful to you in a marriage why would you think they wouldn't be disrespectful to you as a friend like I hope that she has realized that now I hope that they do not talk because they don't need to talk there's nothing for them to talk about minus their dogs and dropping the dogs off 
And if the dog needs to go to the vet, you know, like there's just nothing to talk about. Um, so <laughs> I was weak though, because they were like, oh, like the waiter's like, oh, you're here to celebrate like a special occasion, romance, romance. And they're like, no, we're here to celebrate our divorce. And like, I'm sure at that moment he was so happy he was wearing a COVID mask because I would have been so like uncomfortable, <laughs> so uncomfortable. Um, of course, Tom, you just can't take him serious. Like, it's so annoying at this point. Like, the Toms get the, get the, like, poopiest of the poopiest this week. Um, but, like, Katie just trying to be serious and, like, cheers and, like, cheers to our, I mean, it's, it's also kind of like, what are we doing? Again, what are we doing? Excuse me. But what are we doing? Like, Katie, like, cheers to our divorce and our you know, home sale. And it's like, uh, I could just have lived without the scene. Honestly, honestly, I mean, it just made me feel bad for her, obviously, because she's just like, it's like, you know, he just can never defend me. And it must just be because he doesn't like me. He doesn't like me as a person. And it's like, again, you know, like, she's just, she's in a loop. She's in a loop because this whole time she's just nagging him, right? Um, and not to say that what she's saying isn't justified, but to him it's nagging because guess what? He doesn't want to change. You keep talking and talking and talking to this person and trying to say, this is what your needs are. This is what your boundaries are. This is what your expectations are. And this person continuing to disrespect you because they don't care. And like, it's just realizing like, wow, I am in a loop. Let me save myself. Like, save myself. It's not even about the person anymore. Save your fucking self, Katie. Like, get out the loop. Get out the loop. You have nothing left to explain to this person. You have explained everything to them, and they continue to disrespect you. That's why you're getting a divorce, and this is why you guys don't need to be friends. Like, ugh, it's just too much, because now she is just nagging, and it's annoying, and I would be annoyed, because, it's, again, this person does not want to change. Anyway, so that's my TED Talk of the day. Um, I was also weak at the waitresses calling them Senor Bubba and Senorita Bubba because, like, what the fuck? Um, so um, James um, telling um, they're back at, like, the dinner with Farshina and, like, it's about to end and wrap up. And James just slips out that, like, Lala's not going on the boat. So, of course, Sheena and Brock are, are upset. Like, Sheena's like, okay, fine. Because I would be pissed. But again, Sheena kind of brought this on herself. Like, I hate to see it. But, like, you can't be mad at how petty someone's going to be. Especially since, and, like, it really is considered, like, a cast trip at this point. Like, every, you know, every Bravo show, minus, like, Summer House, um, and, like, you know, like, Below Deck and stuff, has a cast trip. And this is a cast trip, so everyone has to go. Like that, sorry that it's your wedding, but like everyone has to go. And I'm sure Katie was like, I'm not missing out like on my money and, sh and shit. Like, no, thanks. Um, so anyway, Sheena and Brock just telling um, them like, be here for me though. Like I know Katie's here, but like be here for me, like be here for us in our wedding. Like this is the real purpose of why you're here. Um, but of course, Lala prefers to be with Christina Kelly and Katie. Um, so Katie back in her room talking to Christina Kelly about Tom. And again, like she's just nagging about it now. Like 
<sighs> Katie, you deserve better. You deserve better. Mm, you've got to realize you deserve better and get out the fucking loop. Like that was your problem in your marriage. In the loop. Get out of it. Um, so yeah. Raquel. <laughs> this scene was just. First of all. Sheena. Have some balls. And just tell Katie. Like she where she. Like where you would prefer her not to be. Like I think even though Katie. May still do what she wants to do. It just looks so much better to. Like. And it's like way more respectful to just be like hey like I'm I need to set these guidelines with you because like you didn't want to be here for my wedding so this is what it is um but instead she had Raquel do her biddings which is like not even reading the room like especially with this whole Katie thing so she's like I have a message from Sheena um because you didn't book through the hotel you don't have access to the preferred pool and she just doesn't really want you around for any of the wedding festivities so then Christina Kelly is like, am I included in that as well? And she's like, yeah, I just don't think she would want you around either. <laughs> like the just matter of factness and like, I don't even know. Raquel is a special human being. Wow. Um, so Katie's like, I'm going to do it anyway. Like, mm, it doesn't matter. Like, I don't care. So Raquel's like, okay. Well. Like she has really nothing to say. Like, all right, like, bye, bitch, basically. I was screaming. Katie is so petty. Okay, so the next day, of course, they're at the preferred pool. But it doesn't even matter because the girls are on a catamaran for the bachelorette party. Then the guys are having a bachelor party. And I just, both of these scenes, I'm just like, so first of all, why are we pretending like Sandoval doesn't know how to cheat? I mean, not Sandoval, that Schwartz doesn't know how to cheat. That Schwartz doesn't know how to hit on girls. Like, this, like, fakeness of, like, I don't know what I'm doing and I'm just a single man in the wild like I don't I don't know what I'm doing it's just like shut up like ugh, like it's just played out it's played out because even if all this drama didn't happen um like with Sandoval and stuff like this would still be like sure you're a fucking liar shut up like you know how to cheat you know how to cheat um so and then just watching them talk about like Sandoval and Shorts. I mean, just watching Sandoval and Shorts talk about like how Shorts wants to like, you know, like get closer to Raquel and stuff. It's just like save it, save it, save it. Um Lala on the boat crying to Allie, just like, I don't want you to end up like me and blah blah blah. I'm like Girl, part of it, I'm like, I get it because James is a hothead and he says some very disrespectful things. But again, being involved in people's relationships and in their business, like you're not coming all the way from a like loving space. A, because you don't know this girl. You're really projecting your relationship with Randall onto their relationship. And James ain't as bad as Randall. I'm gonna say that. Like James is a lot of things, but he is not Randall. Okay. Um, yeah, so I also wondered about, like, when it came to Schwartz and, like, this whole, like, flirting thing, like, what if, like, Joe and him were dating the whole time, which is why, like, they lived together and Raquel was just, like, a cover for him because he didn't want any heat on him about living with Joe or, you know, anything like that. So I'm like, maybe they both used each other to an extent. Um, so 
James and Allie. Uh, Allie just talking to James about Lala being concerned and saying her concerns. And I was screaming when James said, like, Lala screwed up her life. And for what? A pickleball course? (laughs) I sound like I'm from New Jersey. But (laughs) for a pickleball course, I screamed. Like, James is... Him and Allie are just so different, so different. Um, but maybe it can work. Like according to the tarot card reader, they're twin flames, and you know, twin flames has a lot of baggage with it. But when you're both in the same place, in the same place, and you know, like mentally and emotionally, and with the self growth and development, like that's when it's supposed to be like a true match. So you know, I'm kind of hoping the best for them. Um, so anyway. It's nighttime, it's Sheena's pre-wedding party, and um, Katie and Lala and Christina Kelly go to dinner. Um, Coincidentally, the dinner is right outside, or right next door to where Sheena's having her wedding party, which is like outside um, in that like pool area. And I'm like, did they do this on purpose? Like, Katie is just so petty that I wouldn't put it past her. Um, So... They flash back to, like, Christina Kelly apologizing to Sheena and just saying, you know, like, anything from the past, I hope that you don't carry that now, like, and hope we can just basically, like, have a clear slate. Um, of course, Schwartz comes over and weirdly asks if Kate can trim his armpits. I'm like, honestly, he was just trying to read the room. Like, he was just trying to read the room and see, like, are you so mad at me? That's what men do. They, like want to know where they stand so that's something stupid like cutting trimming your armpit hairs like and of course from there he knew like oh yeah like she she's not fucking with me so let me just back off um but again that's probably the pattern they've created um unfortunately in their marriage um not to be psychoanalytic or anything but that just seems like that di- the dynamic they've created like he does something fucked up she nags about it c- constantly and then finally is like I'm done like I'm not talking about this anymore and gives him the silent treatment and then he comes in and does some like little sign of like hey like are we good and if not then he tries again and (sighs) anyway Sheena's party did look fun though like it looked like a lot of fun um Summer Moon is so cute oh my goodness so cute um and yeah Katie just looks like a hater honestly (laughs) but I loved every bit of it. I loved every bit of it. Um, I do not like how Sheena, again, is involved in this, like, Schwartz thing. It's just like, Schwartz, you're divorced now. Like, you need to, like, live your life. It's like, girl, leave it be. Leave it be. Like, this is your wedding, pre-wedding thing. Like, stop talking about Katie. Like, enjoy your your celebration. Like, let it go. Let the mouse go. In the famous, infamous words of Sutton Shrek, let the mouse go. Um, so, yeah. And then Sandoval, of course, like, I don't care around. Like, ugh, again, I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm over it. I'm, I'm tired. Um, Shorts and Raquel, this is where I'm like, you lost me. They're just like, they go off to each other. And you can just tell the shit is just so fake. Like, and the kiss was fake. And something I just did not need to see on camera. And then he looks at the camera like... Like, mm. the most interesting thing was obviously like the Watch What Happens Live, which 
gave us some tea and honestly did not do justice for anyone um the one thing i will say that i agree with is hold on oh my god my leg was getting my ankle was falling asleep but the one thing i will say that i agree with is that you know these people do bad things right and people in real life do bad things but we've got to have a pause button because it's feeling very like, what is that movie? Um, purge. It's feeling, it always feels very purge when, when like, of course, a celebrity or reality star does some, something really bad or anyone like we see does something bad. It, becomes like a purge of like screw you i want to kill you like you don't deserve to live like people just being like way too excessively mean um and yes what tom did is awful but he didn't kill anybody he didn't steal anybody's newborn maybe he didn't like integrity wise like yes a crime integrity wise however like he didn't do anything to the to the scale that some people I'm sure have taken it and so I just want to remind people to take a breath he did something bad but once another celebrity does something bad everyone will be over it and on to that person it's literally like just like finding a new target and we need more meditation more prayer more like healing in our lives like I know nobody that's listening to this is on that level. I know we all in our like best high, living our best highest lives, like and just at peace, you know. And we mad with him, of course. But like, I'm sure we've had an ex. We all have that boyfriend or ex that has done some bad things. And are we still with that person? Were we with that person for a long time? Let's just take a breath. Let's just take a breath. Um, so yeah, that's the one thing I will say that I agree with. However, the rest of that, I was like, oh my goodness. So he revealed that Tom, um, that he found out that he had a one night stand with Raquel. Um, he didn't find out that it happened like for a while, but it did. He, he said, he said happened in August. So I'm guessing all the stuff that he, he's discussing him and Sandoval have discussed, um, as a way or as a hope way to like get them back um on like you know a better side of things um so he um he's like he didn't know until after he kissed Raquel he's like no the Raquel thing at and I don't know how much I believe this but he's like the Raquel thing at like the dinner um that we just or the pre-wedding party that we just saw was real they like actually did like each other and I'm like I don't think I really believe that that Joe thing that like theory that I just had I think that sounds way more believable than this um he said that in January um Sandoval told him that he was in love with Raquel um he said that it was a well-known open secret which I mean a, a lot of them have alluded to not alluded because that's not the right word a lot of them have had a realization of like wow like that's why Raquel was there like that's why they walked in with each other that's why she wears the thunderbolt or that's why she has tom tom merch always like even the audience like that's why she brought that tom tom merch for um andy like 
we're all piecing the puzzles together, but that doesn't mean it was a well-known open secret. Like that doesn't even make sense. I mean, there are rumors that some producers knew and like that some people did know about it and just never revealed it. And I mean, as women, we all know. So I don't know the truth of the matter as far as like Tom Sandoval saying like, I tried to break up with her. Like it was just, you know, like men are cowards and I'm not giving him any credit. But like as women, we have intuition. We know when something's wrong. We know when something's off. And for it to be happening since August, I'm sorry. Like you feel it. She felt it. I like I have always like had an intuition of a man doing or anybody in my life doing wrong, like doing me wrong. Like you just have intuition about these things as as females. And I know she had to have felt something like so denial is is a crazy thing and I'm not judging her whatsoever but you know it's just sad it's just a sad situation um and then Sam I'm not Sam oh my god Schwartz says that like Raquel is Sandoval's heroine dark way too dark um he, he could have had a better choice of words for sure. Like he's just like, he, you know, he just gets obsessed with something and so infatuated with something. And like right now that's Raquel. Like, I don't think the relationship is going to last. Um, you know, I don't, I just don't think that it's going to like go far. And, um, just saying that, you know, Ariana eviscerated Tom at the reunion and somewhat of Raquel, um, saying that he thought, he really thought that they had broken up, um, which I'm like, y'all are best friends. Like, what do you mean you thought that they broke up? And that the business did get some negative blowback at first and some even some vandalism, but but it's thriving now, which I do think that like we've, I mean, unfortunately people can't separate business businesses and people like in their wrongdoings. Um, but, you know, I do, I'm never going to wish bad for a business to, to not thrive. I think karma is a, is a crazy thing and karma is going to karma because we all are going to receive our karma, but that energy doesn't need to come from me personally. Um, so anyway, that's pretty much it. I feel like I've just rambled forever. Yeah. I just feel like I rambled forever. My throat, obviously I sound like a raspy, uh, person right now. Um, but I hope everyone has a good weekend. Um, and again, that you take some time for self-care, think about the work-life balance, take some time to breathe and just live in your highest, best self, um, life, if that makes sense. Um, next week, Ruby will be back. Um, we will be discussing girls trip, which I'm super excited for. Um, in the meantime, um, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Pop of Color Pod for more chaos. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend that we are um, Bravoholics and have a great show. Of course, if you like the show, I'm sure your friends will love it. So please spread the word. That is how we grow our audience. Um, and yeah, again, hope you guys have a great weekend and I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Bye.